0: episode number 22 of the 10 Count Wrestling Podcast. We are back again. It is the 10th wonder of the world, Justin Strum, and the man that got expelled from the old school, I almost forgot my nickname, Chris Parcella, and we are live in the Palace of Virtue once again to bring you episode 22. Justin, how are
1: we doing today, my friend? We're doing great. We got our new beer steins courtesy of the uh, the host of the show. So thanks yes, you very yes, much. Yes, yes, ten them. count wrestling beer mugs. Mm-hmm. Beverly Brothers, right there. You can fit two
0: beers. They're like twenty-four ounce mugs too. So yeah, they're nice, they're nice. We're gonna get nice and toasty today. <laughs> Today's topic, of course, with the Royal Rumble coming up, is the top ten uh, greatest undercard matches or non-Rumble matches from the Royal Rumble event. I had a lot of fun with this list.
1: Me too. Me too, and I was just saying before we started recording, I thought this was going to be easier than the SummerSlam list. Uh, not so much, because there's actually a lot of... You figure the Rumble takes up a third of the card, and there's only going to be so many matches, and I was mistaken. There was a lot to choose from.
0: Oh, it, it, was, it was nuts. I Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> it was, yeah, I had a hard time yeah cutting it down to ten. I have ten honorable mentions. Yep. Um... And then, I do have, like I said in the text message earlier, I have two nominations for the worst matches in Rumble history, Okay. and a push for the, I'm going to make a case for the best Royal Rumble card, tip to taint, as I like to say, (laughs) in wrestling history. (laughs) But before we get to that, we've got the Royal Rumble coming up in two weeks. Um, Right now, here are the men's participants. R-Truth, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi, Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose Bobby Lashley, the new Intercontinental Champion, mm. John Cena, Elias, Baron Corbin, Apollo Crews, Jinder Mahal, Andrade, no longer Andrade, mm. Ciano Almas, just Andrade, Mustafa Ali, and Rey Mysterio, I think Kalisto also got confirmed last night, or okay. Monday night. That's a good field. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Um, I'm still sticking with it's going to be either Rollins or Andrade. Yeah, I just got a feeling about Andrade. And he was amazing last night on SmackDown.
1: Yeah, and um, I, I really think you know, you, you alluded to it a while ago, um, how much you think of Andrade. I do think there's a couple more that could sneak in there. I think Drew McIntyre is a good pick as well. Um, or a potential return, like a, a Kevin Owens or something like that, if he, if he can somehow... Uh, muster muster it up. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd love that. <clears throat> or even Strowman if he gets cleared by then. So, <laughs> so that's what—that's what's so great about the Rumble. We we really don't know. It could be seven or eight of these guys. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's only 18, 19 names that I yep. knew So there's still 11 names to consider. I'm sure there'll be a couple of surprises. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Jack Swagger. Um, oh, wow. You know, something like that. I'd say if they're healthy, Owens and Zane will be in the Rumble. Yep. Um but yeah, look for some surprises. It's in San Francisco. I don't know any wrestlers that are specifically from the California area. So like, mm-hmm. the Philly Rumble, Bubba came back. You know, I can't I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that would be a surprise. Right, right. But I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like Swagger showed up, yeah. you know, for a one-off. Yeah. Um, Ryback, you know, those kind of guys. Yeah. Would not be surprised. <clears throat> no, those are always fun. The Women's Royal Rumble has Carmella entering at number 30. Yes. Due to winning the... Uh, mixed match, mixed match challenge. Ember Moon, Bailey, Natalia, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Alicia Fox, Sonya Deville, Zelina Vega, and Naomi. Yeah. I mean, who the hell knows? That's. <laughs> I mean, again, true. And that's only thirteen names. I'm sure if Oscar defeats Becky, uh, Becky will be in the rumble. Right. Same thing with Sasha Banks. If she loses to Ronda, she'll be in the rumble. Right. Other than that, it's going to be NXT people. Yeah. Maybe a Dakota Kai, a Lacey Evans, <clears throat> uh, Candice LeRae, maybe, hopefully. Yep. Um, Nikki Cross. Yeah. The twisted sister of WWE. <laughs> um, the, the possibilities are endless. Mickey James. Um, Mickey James announced that she's going to be in the Rumble as well. I don't have it in my notes, but I remember that from Monday night. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, but that one... I mean, Charlotte Flair is not officially in the Rumble yet. Interesting. She could easily win the Rumble. Yeah,
1: if if she shows up, I think that's a that's a good choice. But you know, the good thing about all these budding, you know, increasing the size of the women's division now they have like a dozen women that could potentially win this thing. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I really like. It's really good for the division. Um, Speaking of women, Monday night it was announced (coughs) finally that. We're getting the SmackDown, yeah. or not the SmackDown, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. It's finally going to be a real thing. The belts look awesome. Yeah, I If you agree. haven't seen these championship belts, they look better than the men's championship belts. Mm-hmm. I don't care for the white strap. I think that should only be for the IC <laughs> title, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know... all well, the women's titles are white strap too, so actually it makes sense. I take that back. Um... Six teams at Elimination Chamber five weeks from now. They haven't announced any of them yet, but I mean I can just assume we'll probably see Riot Squad, uh, Iconics, yep. uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Yep. That'll be three. Depending on what happens in the Raw Women's settle match, uh, Hug Life as I like to call them mm-hmm. will probably be in it. Yeah, sure Naomi will find a partner.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Natty might end up with a partner. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Iconics even though it's not announced I think that they're that I think they're ready for it
0: I do too um, mm. I mean if I could get my way it would be Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan yeah they're great too I, I, I there's something about the ride squad that's just so much fun mm-hmm.
1: um, no they complement each other very well I think it's a, that's a good that's a good grouping
0: you've got you've got the brute you've got mm-hmm. the tattoo girl and then you've got like mm-hmm. I don't want to say the hot one but the home, <laughs> hey. You get the wild card Like yeah. You know like The Shield had Roman Reigns the monster They had The, the shooter the, the legit wrestler In mm-hmm. Seth Rollins And then they had The wild card In Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. I'm not saying They're the Shield But
1: Right Yeah That's a good point um, I
0: of that Universal Championship Braun Strowman is out Yeah, Finn Balor is in. Oh my God! Somebody call Joey Styles (laughs) because oh my God!
1: This reminds me a little bit of definitely a huge surprise. Um, It reminds me of like when Jericho first showed up and he was super hot, and then he like ended up down the card a bit, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Holy shit!" Like, what are we doing? Right. And um, you know what? Call me crazy, but. Um, I think he has a legit. Ch- I wouldn't be shocked. It would if make it me means- so happy. Yeah,
0: it would make me so happy. Not not in an anti Lesnar way, but in a just a pro finn way, in a different things way. I would be. Yeah, I would love if that were to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think of the WrestleMania card, and, and Lesnar is just a bigger name for the for the masses. So, right. you know, the 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 brain in me says take Lesnar in this match, but. Um, who knows they might they might swear us and come up with something different for Lesnar
0: (laughs) Uh, WWE championship Daniel Bryan versus AJ I'm not mad at that no I can get behind those two wrestling again
1: yeah and um, you know those two always put on a clinic Um, you know I think it's too soon for for it to you know potato back to AJ so I got Daniel Bryan in that one
0: I'm still looking at I mean I said it back before the greatest uh, Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. not the greatest Royal Rumble the best in the world shit, whatever mm-hmm. that was. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that called? Super he, Showdown? Yes. I mean, I said it way back then Daniel Bryan versus Miz for the WWE title, WrestleMania. Yeah. I still think there's a way that they get that done.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I just would have never predicted in a million years that Bryan would be the heel and Miz the face. <laughs> I know, that's, <laughs> that's bizarre. So,
0: Raw Women's Championship, Ronda and <laughs> Beep, beep, beep,
1: beep. Ronda's gonna
0: win and it's not gonna be a good match and then the God of Hellfire is gonna say how Ronda's the best women's wrestler and yeah. Sasha Banks will say women women and I'll shut it off
1: yeah Ronda's gonna win I'm, I'm I don't am i know I don't buy it all of a sudden Sasha's just like the biggest threat in the division I don't you know come on Makes with no the with, with, uh...
0: oh Tamina and Nia Jax will probably be in that tag team match too oh yeah that's a good point but uh, the Samoan legacy
1: yep yep
0: SmackDown Women's Championship Oscar and the man, Becky Lynch.
1: hmm
0: I mean, I want Becky to win because yeah. Becky's fucking awesome. But, yeah. But you need to get to Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte at Mania. Yeah. And you don't do that if Becky wins the Smackdown Women's title. So, yeah. I think I think Becky loses to Oscar.
1: Yeah. Probably with some interference or something. Something's gonna piss her off. Um, but I, I agree with you.
0: SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The bar versus Debar. Miz and Shane. I mean, <laughs> Vince has done some stupid things in the in the past, but I don't see a a world in which Miz and Shane McMahon win the tag titles.
1: Do you? Um, unless they get them and then you know they blow up soon after that, you know, after a month and they lose the titles and that's how they get them off of them.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so, but obviously this this marriage is not for a long time. So. Yeah. Maybe sure. this maybe this match is the one that's gonna blow them up.
0: Nah, well, I hope so.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and what could be the? Oh, it was added last night, and so it's not in my notes. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev in a return match for the U.S. title. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I hope they keep the title on Rusev, just so we can keep some momentum mm-hmm. going.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, not to agree down the car with you, but you know, again, too soon yeah. to switch it back.
0: And then a uh, cruiserweight championship, which could sneaky be match of the night. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy, Akira Tazawa, well, Kalisto, and Hideo Itami. Hmm. Buddy Murphy's on a, on a roll. He's he's on fire. I would yeah. love to see them give him the keep the title on him. Mm-hmm. But I think it's Hideo. <coughs> excuse me. I think it's Hideo. Da- <coughs> uh-huh. <coughs> Shit. Sorry about that. I think it's Hideo Itami's time to become the cruiserweight champion.
1: Um, I will take your word for it. I don't you don't word for <laughs> So, yeah. Chris.
0: I a- um, that's it for the Royal Rumble preview. History Watch. We're back on History Watch. Um, today is January 26th. 20- January 16th, 2019. Pete Dunne has been the WWE United Kingdom champion for 606 days. Wow. That is longer than any of the following. The Universal title, Brock Lesnar, 504 days, the longest reign of that championship. Mm -hmm. Honky Tonk Man, Intercontinental Championship, 454 days. Raw Women's title, Alexa Bliss, 223 days. United States title, Going Back to WCW, Lex Luger, 523 days. SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair, 147. 205 Live Cruiserweight Championship, Neville, 196 days. The NXT title, Finn Balor, 292. North American title in NXT Ricochet, current champion uh, 150 days mm-hmm. um, That's the only current champion on this list So I had to do some real quick math right there NXT Women's Championship Asuka, 522 days The World Heavyweight title The big gold belt for WWE Batista, 282 mm-hmm. The ECW Championship Shane Douglas, 406 days And the WWE-ECW Time Christian, 205 days The WWE-WCW Cruiserweight title Gregory Helms, 385 days. Divas Championship, Nikki Bella, 301 days. Hardcore title, Big Boss Man, 97 days. <laughs> That's the European Championship, the British Bulldog in the initial first reign of the championship, 206 days. Mm-hmm. And the WCW Championship, Hulk Hogan, 469 days. Hmm. That brings us to trivia. Ah. Only three singles championships. Have been held longer of the big three companies. Mm-hmm. Have been held longer by individuals rather than Pete Dunne. Okay. I, I mean, I kind of named everything, so you might. Right. I would hope you could name the three titles, but if yeah. not,
1: um, I can definitely do two of them. Okay, okay. What I'm forgetting. So obviously the WWE Championship.
0: Right. Um, five five reigns. Bruno twice. Mm-hmm. Backlund, Hogan, and Pedro Morales. Okay. They all held the title in their respective reigns for more than six hundred
1: and six days. Mm-hmm. We talked about in the women's episode, the WWE Women's Championship was held for, what, th- 28 years or something? 10,000 days <laughs> by the Fabulous Moolah. Yes.
0: And then the third one was held for 700 days. 700
1: days. The did only you one say I the visit. U.S. Championship? I did, Lex Luger. Ah, uh, boy. Um, it's gotta be... Um, the TV title in WCW?
0: close the ECW television oh. title
1: Mr. Rob wow. Van
0: Dam 700 days wow yes
1: so not to denigrate what Mr. Pete Dunn has done but is this sort of like um, is this the minor leagues of the minor leagues is this like a a winning streak of the, the Highland Trotters versus the uh, whatever no, team no this is, is
0: NXT UK they've okay. got a lot of legit talent there and he defends it at other shows okay. he's He's constantly defending the title. Okay. Good question. It's not like Brock, who held the title for 500 days and and defended it like four times. Right. He's been defending it constantly on NXT events. Mm -hmm. So, but good question. Cool. Nice. Um, Good on Pete Dunne. Now, we've got a new word from our sponsor.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Hey there, everyone out there, (laughs) everyone in Radio Land what podcast what the fuck is a podcast (laughs) what the fuck is the internet anyways are you tired of looking like a pasty nerd do you want to look like a dried orange instead well then look no further than vince mctan the world's number one tanning salon for octogenarians and workout enthusiasts our prices are so low you'll swear it's a conspiracy but it's not so sign up today and mention this ad code word, CONSPIRACY, to get 11% off on your first tan. And don't forget, 11. veterans, if you show your identification card, that's good for three free tans as a thank you for your service. And now, back to the show. Wow. Ooh, thank you, Governor Body.
1: Yes. Um, We'll expect that check any minute. I love, I love the governor. <laughs> the governor you know, is my favorite person in the world. I like that he's a supporter of the show. It makes me very proud. Yes, I, thank uh, you for your service. Big my favorite is, thing to say.
0: Thank you for
1: your three free McTans. <laughs>
0: um, I'm running out of Mick things, but I'll come up with more. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, stuff. <laughs> that's it for any good housekeeping Thanks. and whatnot. So, Thanks. It's time to get right into the list, like we said at the beginning. This was a hard one to break down. Like, yeah. I knew my number one and my number two, mm-hmm. and I went backwards from there. Okay. My honorable mentions are going to be... That'll probably take us an hour to talk about yeah, all of our honorable mentions. Right, right. And the worst two matches in Rumble history, but uh,
1: yeah, uh my
0: friends, you're number 10. Yeah. Well, oh, and I'm sorry, we're going to do our... If it's top three, yeah. just throw up the hand. Top so we three? Okay. Yeah, so we'll go from it, there.
1: It's funny. I, I bet we're going to... If I'm remembering from the SummerSlam, we, we kind of traded honorable mentions at the top, and then our top four or five, we, we kind of agreed on. I feel like it's the same this time. My top five, I think, could be rearranged in any, but I am I feel very solid about those five matches. It's six through 25 that I'm like, all right. I can. agree. Yeah.
0: I absolutely agree.
1: So, my number 10, I almost pulled it off, and I'll explain which match I almost put on instead. But I left it. It's from 2005. Uh, Edge defeated Shawn Michaels in the opening match. Um, It was, I mean, obviously two great workers. There wasn't much of a storyline behind it. Um, It was Edge kind of screwed over Michaels at Taboo Tuesday, which is a brutal pay-per-view, as we've talked about before, because Michaels won the fan vote for the title match. And... You know, just, just great execution up and down the board. Uh, and, and Edge had good heat. But they both were in the Rumble match later that night, by the way, so I don't think that they went fully balls to the wall. Otherwise, it could be, um, in, t- in terms of it just a straight single match, it could have been further up the list. Uh, but there's a lot of, like, they get kind of nasty at the end. They're pulling each other's hair. And um, Edge, at one point, counters a super kick into an electric chair, which was an awesome spot.
0: I remember um, that,
1: yeah. Yeah, so the, it was a fun match. Edge eventually won it. Um, he reversed a small package, um, pulling the hair again, and then and then stuck his feet on the rope. Oh, no, held the ropes down to get the win. Um, so, a pretty a pretty solid one. Again, it almost was my number 11, and I'll talk about which one I almost swapped it out for. But, yeah.
0: Excellent. That's, you know, I kind of slept on that one, mm-hmm. but it's a great match, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, good job on you. Um, my number ten is from 1995.
1: Wow, I think I know which which one you're gonna say. So I've got two from 1995 oh, on my list.
0: Goodness, okay. My number ten is for the WWF Championship. Okay. Um, it is Diesel yep. versus Bret Hart. Yep. Um, WWF Championship. They went 27 minutes and 19 seconds. They went to a draw. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this was one of those ones where. Um, storylines intersected and you know Mm -hmm. I I know I've talked about it a lot in the past Um, I love when heels get together for the common good Mm -hmm. you know all the baby faces want to be champion but all the heels just want to make sure somebody else isn't the champion Um, and that's what this was you know Diesel and diesel and Brett went back and forth back and forth Owen interfered and they restarted the match (laughs) <laughs> then Shawn Michaels interfered and they restarted the match and then <laughs> Owen the roadie Jeff Jarrett Bob Backlund, and Shawn Michaels interfered before Bob, before um yeah. before Earl Hebner threw it out you know I just I love that shit yeah and it, it was a draw and it's on my list yeah that, it's hard to do a draw well I've got two draws on my list I am one um,
1: I think we have the same one obviously yeah it, <laughs> it, one of them yeah. was
0: involved in this match in a way um yeah. Yeah, I just I really love this match. And one thing that I did this week that I wanted to point out, and I think it adds to the credibility of the of the quality of the matches. This match followed a stinker, mm-hmm. Undertaker versus IRS, yeah. twelve minutes and twenty one seconds, and it came before the finals of the tag team title tournament, one two three Kid and Bob Holly versus Tatanka and Bam, Bam Bigelow, mm-hmm. which set up the LT stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you know, it was kind of cherry right in the middle before the rumble. um yeah. This, this is one of those ones that I think it made. And all credit to Bret Hart. So write this down because you'll never hear me <laughs> say that again. All credit to Bret Hart. He made Diesel a credible champion in this match. I think.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's well said. And they gave him a lot of time. Um, this this made my initial list to check off. But I watched my um, eleven matches and you had, you had a click
0: like maximum. Right, right, right.
1: I was like, you know, I was like. I, if if one of these ones that I listed was a stinker, I would have pushed it off. This is b- based on my memory of watching it the first time, um, or just like or the two names. Um, and to your point, I one one I listed on my initial list, and I I doubt it's on yours, so I'm gonna bring it up. Was the Yoko Undertaker match the Casket match? Yeah. My,
0: then that that didn't make your list. It did not. I'm glad you said that because that's one of my two. Worst <laughs> matches in Royal Rumble history. Please, fine. please, please say what you're going to say because I have a lot to say about that.
1: Okay, I didn't mean to uh, get into it. No, no, it's fine. Do it. Up. But talk about the heels combining for a cause, um, and I just remember that so much. I couldn't tell you anything that actually happened in the match itself, other than it was a terrible tw- match. Twenty heels coming out and them all beating on it. So which um, it you know played into. You know, the heels versus faces, like you said, but the match itself was a stinker, and then Marty Jannetty got to go up through the... uh, (laughs) The Titan... Oh, my
0: God. The match is so bad. (laughs) I I loved it as a kid, but the more and more I hear, like, Bruce Prichard and Conrad talk about it... Yeah. Something to wrestle with, by the way. Check them out before you check us out. The more and more I hear about that match, I watch that match, I'm like, oh, this is just... It's it's the epitome of dog shit. Um... (laughs) I just—I'm glad it didn't make your list because I hate to like. Sometimes I shit on your list with right. some of your picks, and I hate doing that. it, um, nice, it makes it fun.
1: But oh, yeah, just, might as well cover it now.
0: I oh, the the urine getting broke open and <clears throat> green smoke pouring out of it. <laughs> it was, I'm and I don't I don't have it written down because I don't. I got I gotta, I got to look it up. I got the computer in front of me. Um, how many how many goddamn guys did it take? Mm-hmm. and they weren't no no you' know, no disrespect to the hall of famer j e w f haha Um the people that helped were not the most okay <laughs> so the match went fourteen minutes and twenty seconds i think that's ten minutes and twenty seconds too long <laughs> um where is it where is it where is it crush sorry, crush, you kind of sucked the great kabuki who yeah. Who the hell is the great
1: Kabuki? Didn't even get a cup of coffee in the Royal Rumble, man.
0: Genitiro Tenru. Tenru. He was in two Royal Rumbles. He was. And he was in WrestleMania 7 against Demolition.
1: Ah.
0: Okay. Bam Bam. Okay. Okay. Adam Bomb sucks. <laughs> oh, we wow. Jeff Jarrett. Love Jeff Jarrett. Yep. The Head Shrinkers mm-hmm. suck. Yep. And Diesel, who wasn't Diesel yet. Wasn't right. Kevin Nash yet. Like, right. And it took all. The, it took it killed all credibility behind Yokozuna. I think, mm-hmm. you know, it takes all these yeah. guys to beat the Undertaker, and then yeah. they do the shit with the video screen. I will return. Right, and he no shows WrestleMania ten. It's just like,
1: yeah, that's a good point. That's all. When you really break it down, it's uh, it's pretty stupid, in in hindsight. Yeah, I wonder if something changed in. I don't know about WrestleMania ten, but. And, and now that you say that, so that, that was what, 1994? Four, 1994. It was the
0: Rumble going into WrestleMania 10 right. where Luger and Bret yeah.
1: won. Yeah, and Yoko never really did much more after that, now that you say it.
0: I no, know. he lost the title to Bret at WrestleMania 10 mm-hmm. and then he went away, came yep. back at WrestleMania 11 won the titles with Owen, mm-hmm. stuck around for about a year yep. and then went away. Yep. He was unfortunately past you know, a few years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So fuck that match.
1: Even with all the heels coming together. I, I know. (laughs) I know. All right. All right. Cool. But fuck that match. (laughs) All right. right. number nine. um, It's from 2007. It is John Cena versus Umaga. Instance.
0: This was an honorable mention for me. Yeah. Because I can't
1: put John Cena on a best of
0: list. Yeah. It almost made it.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, I don't think they're, they're not going to be accused of being the best technicians. Um, no. But <laughs> there was some really awesome spots in this. So this was a last man standing match. Um, I don't have the time listed, but I think it was about 20, 25 minutes, somewhere in there. Twenty three oh nine. 9 Nice. Um... So they that gives them more free reign to do some some stuff. So one of the things that stands out is um, Cena's getting beat on early, and he's really Umaga's taking the, the the reins. But Cena at one point brings the steel steps into the middle of the ring and then throws them outside the ring as Umaga's running back, and it hits Umaga right in the head. Like one of the craziest spots you'll ever see. Um, Cena ends up with with some big-time color halfway through this match, by the way. Um, But he hits um, Umaga with a TV monitor against a ring post. Um, You know, just some innovative-type stuff that that we hadn't seen. Umaga runs across all three announce tables, um, and then Estrada takes off the top rope, and this is why maybe it sticks in my memory because it was so unique. Um, Cena wins by choking out Umaga with the rope and the STF.
0: Yeah, that was, a, that was a really good match.
1: Yeah, it was. It was just different, and um, and they and they beat the hell out of each other. Um, See what happens when they put Cena with somebody that can work. Right, right. Umaga was good, and I, I, unfortunately, Umaga passed away in two thousand nine, I think. Which
0: it, 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 he's been gone a sneaky long time. Yeah. like yeah, December fourth, two thousand nine. So we're coming up on the ten year anniversary.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he, he he was only thirty six or thirty seven. He was very young. Um, he was
0: thirty six at the time of his death.
1: Yeah. So what a shame because he was so he was so good. I know a lot of the Samoan guys unfortunately don't live long lives. They're bigger guys. They're you know not you know wrestlers in general don't typically. But these guys, yeah. even the you know the football players and things. So um, you know, but he was he was great in this match.
0: His mother was, um, the sister of Afa and Sika, the wild Samoans. Sam Fatu, which, uh, with Tama from the Islanders. And Solafa or Rikishi, Mm -hmm. were his brothers. He was the uncle of the Usos. He's actually the one that got the Usos into wrestling. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, you're coming with me and we're going to train you. Um, he was Yokozuna's cousin and of course The Rock, Rosie, Roman Reigns. Right. Um, Big family tree. Yeah, it's it's I remember when he uh, had his you know, his I believe it was a stroke. Yeah. Um, or the heart attack and like the internet was just hitting like MAGA rushed to the hospital with heart attack, mm-hmm. this manga, this manga, this manga, and then it was like manga dead at the age of thirty six and I was like, What the fuck?
2: Mm. He yeah. was
0: so he was so good. He was he was like as good as all his modes are I'm not going to say he's better than The Rock or Roman Reigns because I'm not stupid and I'm not going to try to get people angry on the show right. that listen but like he was like he could move like Vader and Bam Bam yeah. and he had such a great look and yeah. like, Margo was such a great character it's, yeah, it's and a I, damn shame and
1: I liked Estrada too I thought he was a good front man for him um, Armando,
0: oh, <laughs> Alejandro Estrada.
1: Right, overemphasizing like Samoan me. bulldozer. The bulldozer, <laughs> yeah.
0: He was uh, he was so damn good. He was good in Three Minute Warning with yeah. Rosie, who also unfortunately passed away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, good match. Good yeah. click. I like it. Uh, my number nine is from 1993. The Click is involved yet again. It was for the WWF Championship. Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon. It is my number eight. Your number eight, uh, okay. pretty much in line. Um, Yeah. I I, I love this match. Bret retains by submission. I have here in my notes, this is the match that made people take Razor seriously. Yeah. He was no longer the the Scarface guy. He was a legit contender. Yeah. Um, It came after Bam Bam Bigelow versus the Big Boss Man, which is a classic big man match. Right. Uh, ten minutes and ten seconds, and it came right before Yoko won the Rumble in an hour, six minutes and thirty-five seconds. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just yeah. I love this it, match. I thought it was so good.
1: Yeah, it, it, I thought it was really great. I mean, both guys are so crisp, right? They are both um, they both execute so well. Um, I liked some of the notes I have. Uh, so Brett Hart puts his sunglasses on one of the on the kid in the front row and Razor throws a toothpick at the same kid comes That's over. Awesome. It's great stuff. Um, they really tried to put Razor over as a big guy in this match, saying how much bigger and it, Brett couldn't get the sharpshooter on him and all this stuff. his legs
0: were so long. Right, and...
1: right. Which is kind of funny. I mean, he had put it on Yokozuna and things before. Um, you know, Brett uh, Heenan on commentary is is, is awesome. Um you know, they, there's just so many well-executed moves in this. He, he counters, a razor's edge into the back backslide. They found a new way. To, they found a different way to get him into the uh, sharpshooter. So, you know, it, I I think it actually helped both guys because they they put over Razor as a big a big time threat, uh, but they were also like Brett can handle a, a, a big opponent now.
0: Yeah, th- that absolutely. Um... I put out on our Facebook page, you know, while we were recording that we were recording right now, and we got some instant feedback. Colin mm-hmm. Sloan said "Rockers" oriented Express wow. from 1991. So, Colin,
1: wow, coming in That's with a the deep heat, cut. That is a deep cut. I had it as an honorable mention. Me too. And you know what? It probably would have been my number twelve. Um, if awesome we were twelve league. count wrestling. <laughs> An awesome match, and I considered putting it on here early on until I looked at all these other ones. It's on, what, Cultures list, by the way? Yes, um, I did see that. So, great call out of Sloan. He uh, he probably watches NXT UK, so good good call. You like the Sloan. feedback, Colin. Keep it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to have him on the show someday. Actually.
0: Anytime, anytime. Um, So, I stepped on your number eight. (laughs) So, you have to known number do. So, I'll go again. My number eight is from 2002.
2: Mm. It
0: is the WWF Undisputed Championship match. You're shaking your head. Is it on your list as well? It's my number six. It's your number six. So We're lining up nicely. uh, Jericho versus The Rock. Jericho retained... Yeah, um, it came right after the Flair McMahon Street Fight, which was a bloodbath, mm-hmm. and right before Triple H won the Rumble. So nice card placement. Yeah, which I think card placement. I'm bringing that up because I think card placement is important. Um, yeah, for the the success of a match.
1: It, it's particularly big for the Royal Rumble card because you know if you go on after the Rumble, that there's a lot of expectations. Uh, if you go on before, it's like is this is this as big a deal as a rumble? So
0: right, I hate when the rumble's in the middle of the card. Yeah. Now I know now because there's two. One's going to open the show. One's going to close the show, right. and that's different. Um, right. That's different school. But I hate when the rumble comes before the championship match. Yeah. And again, I know I'm the biggest proponent of the championship match should go on last. Mm-hmm. The rumble's the exception because the rumble then you I can, agree. because then the rumble you can have that stare down which right. so they don't do anymore because you
1: can choose which belt you want to wrestle for. Right, right, The
0: champion comes out, holds the belt up in the air, and the challenge is like, oh, I'm going to kick your fucking
1: ass. <laughs> no, the Rumble's the best match of the year, I think, in terms of fun and surprises and things like that. Yes,
0: so. indeed. Um, we just got another piece of feedback, but I will get to it later because I have a lot to say about this yeah. piece of feedback. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> um, it, well, I'll, I'll just yeah. add a couple well, notes. Yeah, what do to add to so, that? So, Chris Jericho beating The Rock. Uh, you know, Jericho had won the um, title, the Undisputed title in December of 2001. Yep. Vengeance, and, right? Vengeance, right? Right. That's game? right, Vengeance. Um, and, you know, this this only helped him stay up the card, I guess. They could have squashed him right away.
0: Yeah, th- you know what, that's, I, I forgot to mention, that's one of the reasons I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Compelled somebody and just decided to just be like, "Oh, we'll put the belt back on the rock."
1: Right, right. And they, you know, there were some great spots. Jericho, in particular. I mean, he's he's one to toot his own horn in terms of good matches, but he's usually right about it. He says he's particularly proud of this match, um, and I love the trio of so like there's all the stuff. He's he's at his heel best. Jericho, Lance Storm, and Christian run out. Um, rock at one point said. Rock hits the rock bottom through the announce table at one point. Um, So, the the ref gets knocked out, Jericho hits Rock with the belt, and then he wins with this uh, trifecta of cheating as the ref is kind of coming to. He hits a low blow, then he uh, runs Rock's head into the uncovered turnbuckle, and then as the ref is kind of slowly counting, Jericho is like inverted with his legs on the rope for the win. So, great heel win you know classic old school heel win oh yeah Um, love it and Jericho carried the match but but Rock looked pretty good in it too
0: yeah and you know just like you said you know they could have easily just been like oh Rock's gonna win he's gonna wrestle Triple H or Wrestlemania Mm -hmm. but no they let Jericho win and went forward with that storyline yeah then the Rock had Austin's match
1: it was huge because it it was
0: Austin's match Austin should have wrestled We can get down a whole wormhole of WrestleMania 18. (laughs) It should have been Triple H versus Jericho. Um, Actually, yeah, it should have been Triple H versus Jericho because you need to have that. Undertaker versus Sting, Austin versus Hogan, Mm -hmm. and Rock versus Shawn Michaels. That was part of the original plan, and that should have been your WrestleMania 18 card. Instead, we got Austin versus Hall and Hogan versus The Rock, which is an overrated match.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a crowd match, right? Yeah. That, that it, the match itself is not that great, but I mean, when it, whenever you have the place completely losing its mind, it's just fun.
0: Yeah, from a business standpoint and a crowd standpoint, it's amazing. But yeah. from a, I want to watch a good match. Like, yeah. It's not a match you could turn, and put like mute your TV and just watch it, like like Guerrero Mysterio from Halloween Havoc, like or my number one or my number two. Right, like right. There's Some of these matches, you can mute it. <laughs> and you can tell yourself the story about what you're watching. You don't need this guy talking about, talking <laughs> about puppies and barbecue shops.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, is this the match with the greatest referee spot in history when the ref comes running down, slides into the ring, and then is windmilling as he's counting? I think that's in the Rock vs. Hogan match. I think so. And Which is... Um, I don't think we can do a top 10 referee moments, but that one is an all-time...
0: That's an all-time referee spot, but it's not the greatest <laughs> referee spot they've okay. ever done. The greatest referee spot of all time, they'll never do anymore because they don't do these type of matches, is the catfight spot where the two women are rolling around the mat and they knock the referee over and roll over the referee. <laughs> that is... Mike Parcella, I'm saying that for you. That is the best shit ever. You, you know what I'm talking about? Can mm-hmm. you visualize? Like, when Candace Michelle was wrestling... Yeah. He gets Joy around. Weber, yeah. And they're on the mat like pulling hair and rolling around <laughs> uh, and they, they hit the ref's legs, he falls over because he's a human person and understands yeah. gravity, right. and they roll across his whole body in their bikinis. Yeah. It's the funniest shit you'll ever see. And it used to happen all the time that's in the a, diva's era.
1: That's a bonus. Spot that's my ref. favorite
0: referee spot of all time. <laughs> my brother's favorite referee spot of that's all good time. Stuff. That's so funny. I love it. Um, number seven. I
1: didn't, I didn't steal your seven yet. (laughs) My number seven is from 2017. It is Kevin Owens defeating Roman Reigns for the uh, WWE Championship with Chris Jericho locked above the ring in a shark cage. That was a fun, fun match. (laughs) It was great. I didn't put it
0: on my list, but that was a fun, fun, fun match.
1: Right. And, um, some great spots by the way some innovative uh you know high spots jericho goes after um reigns before the before the match even begins the ref can't get control of it he's supposed to be going in the right. cage so jericho just had uh, even even a better heel than he was in uh the match we were just talking about uh, in 2002 so the older
0: Jericho got, the more scummy of a heel he became. <laughs> right. And it was just so good for business.
1: Yeah, and more like yeah, like just a dirtbag whiner of it heel and things like that. So um <laughs> Owen Owen hits a frog splash through the table um on Reigns. Reigns took some some nasty bumps in this one.
0: I love Kevin Owen's frog splash. Yeah it's so good. It looked
1: really good. Um, you know, Jericho throws down the brass knuckles. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, Reigns gets hit with, hit with uh, brass knuckles and still kicks out. Uh, but a couple more spots just to call out: um, Reigns does a Samoan drop through the chair that's in the middle of the ring. It's just seated. Oh, that's right. Yep. And um, they they also did. Um, remember, um, Owens builds the sort of tower out of chairs on the outside. Yeah. And then he's sort of sitting on the turnbuckle and Reigns is a Superman punch, and then Owens falls backwards through this bizarre structure of... Like a you know, pyramid of chairs, yeah. almost. And yeah, and it looked awesome, because they all, like, scattered. Like, it was like dominoes. Like an explosion of something. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's so, good shit. innovative stuff. Um, there's a power bomb through the announce table. Um, the ending was a little chintzy. I mean, Strowman comes, Braun Strowman shows up, and then... It's a running power slam on Reigns um, and then Owens obviously just gets the win after that pins him. Um, so, after all that action it was outside interference. Um, so, Jericho... Or above
0: the ring interference in this... Right. In this.
1: Right, well yeah, I mean, it, it, Jericho was ironically in, in the cage but, you know, he was cheering as Strowman grabbed Reigns and, and tossed him through the table. So... so good. It was good so stuff. It good, good, good stuff. On it, and just last unless this the other 2017 match is on your list I don't think it is because you told me Cena did not make your list
0: I'm sorry Cena did make my list but not with the 2017 match
1: alright so the other one that's critically acclaimed just because I think it's a good time to bring it up is the 2017 one um, versus AJ Styles um, that's an honorable
0: mention for you or yeah, was it on your list yeah.
1: okay yeah. I hate it
0: just because they took the belt off of AJ right it's like let him have the Wrestlemania match right who cares
1: no that's a good point uh, it, I mean, it, It's uh, critically acclaimed. It's, I didn't love a, it. it.
0: It's a good match. I don't think it's as good as their SummerSlam match mm-hmm. from a few months earlier. When uh, you know the SummerSlam and Balor won the title, they had an excellent match. On Which the
1: did outcome. make your top 10 SummerSlam matches,
0: Yes, I believe. I, I believe it did, yes. So.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: My number seven. I just realized something. With the exception of one match, mm-hmm. my entire list either has Chris Jericho or The Click in it my entire list wow um, okay my number 7 is from 1995 yep my second match from 95 yep it is the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> Razor Ramon versus J-E-Double-F ha ha <laughs> double t Jeff Jarrett
1: yep it's actually it made my first list um it didn't make my top 20 I so guess so it's like, an HM oh, for you yeah
0: um I love this match. It's right. so good. 18 minutes and 6 seconds. They did the spot where the roadie clipped Razor's knee. And he got countered out. And mm-hmm. he starts leaving. And Jarrett gets on the mic. And I haven't watched this match in probably 10, at least 10 years. Jarrett gets on the mic. He goes, you're not a bad guy. You're not a machismo. You're a chicken. Chicken. <laughs> and he tries to get a chicken chance started as a heel on a face. I love it um, did they pick it up or no absolutely not um, wow. Jarrett won the title and actually this is really this is really creative good shit that they don't do anymore mm-hmm. so the roadie clips Razor's knee out from under him so Razor's limping Razor comes back in the ring and they restart the match like fun I'm, I'm a bad guy oh, you know and does his fake Scarface shit mm-hmm. um, gets back in the ring and Jarrett's you know Razor's beating him beating him beating him Goes for the razor's edge, his knee gives out, and Jared pins him clean with a small package. Like, mm-hmm. they don't do shit like that anymore. Right. It was so good. It opened the show, um, which I know you think is the worst Royal Rumble of all time.
1: <laughs> the, the undercard, ironically, is not that bad. The really? undercard's
0: not bad. It's got Jared versus Razor, um, which opened the show. IRS and The Undertaker. Yeah. Again, not a terrible match. Diesel and Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Bam Bam and Tataka against Holly and the Kid, mm-hmm. and then the greatest wrestler of all time becoming the first man to ever win the Rumble is number one.
1: <laughs> um, but why weren't IRS and Undertaker like um, in the Rumble? Like if you look at those names, but anyway, they
0: wanted to set up IRS and uh, Undertaker uh, Bundy, okay, because Bundy came out afterwards with the Druids and they wrecked Undertaker, and so right. that was the. Jumping point for Undertaker, Bundy, which is one of the worst WrestleMania matches ever. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I love the Undertaker, Mm -hmm. but the first nine matches from the streak were dog shit.
1: Right.
0: Snuka, Roberts, uh, Gonzalez, that's 7-8-9, skipped 10, Bundy at 11, Diesel at 12 was pretty shit. The outcome of 13 against Sid was shit because Sid lost. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker Kane was actually good at 14 mm-hmm. Bossman at 15 was shit he didn't wrestle at 16 mm-hmm. 17 was Triple H that was a good one 18 yeah. was Flair which was yeah. good yeah. so his first 10 Wrestlemania matches 3 were good Yeah. so the streak is overrated I'm going to say it right now. wow I know this isn't a Wrestlemania podcast <laughs> but the streak is overrated shit. but I love this match Jarrett's first intercontinental title his first of 5 reigns, I think wow. Um this was Jared's jumping off point. Ain't he great? Uh-huh. <laughs> he is great. All right. Uh, number six. I already sniped your six. Six. <laughs> That's fine. Um, well, I'm sorry. I didn't write it down. Your seven was. Owens and Reigns. That's right.
1: Owens. 2017. Reigns. 2017.
0: All right. My number six. Again, your number six was Jericho versus Rock 0 02. My number six from 2001. Um. It was a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. You're raising your hand, so we'll go to it later. (laughs) Um, Love that match. I do, too. Uh, That was number six, so it is hardcore
1: halftime. (laughs) Hardcore halftime. We needed like a... Hardcore uh,
0: halftime this week, I came up with one that could be a list of its own. Mm. Your top... Three to five, because I came up with five, and I even cheated, so it's actually six. Okay. Top three to five, surprise entrance in the Rumble.
1: Oh, wow. wow. I came up with five right away. Okay. Um. Wow. I think, who immediately jumps to mind? You know a totally random one um, was Haku coming back in, like, 2001? 2001,
0: right before WCW closed. That was a good one. That was good. He was, like, number 29.
1: Yeah. It was like a big. It was a big spot. He was the hardcore champion WCW at the right. time, so yeah, it was a big deal. Um, my favorite one is Chris Jericho coming back as number two against Dolph Ziggler. That was He's a an,
0: really good one. Yeah, wasn't Edge num- in that one too as a surprise and won that yeah. one?
1: Yeah, Edge came out later. I think he was uh, in, the, in the high twenties. Um maybe combined one is Roddy Piper and Snuka. Um, at the Madison Square Garden one, they weren't in shape. That was a good one. They yeah, shouldn't that was have cool. really been in the Rumble, but it was, it was fun. Like yeah. they both came out in, in succession, so I'll count that as one. That's one of the fun ones. Yeah. Um, wow. When um, I mentioned
0: my five, you're going to be like, oh yeah, those yeah.
1: Five. And then I'll, I'll do two more. Fully coming back, I think in 2004 ish to get at Orton to get at Orton was an awesome one the place goes absolutely I love Foley we'll talk about him later for sure oh yeah and oh number it wasn't so much a surprise because he I think he had just come back already but I think it was um 02 maybe when Mr. Perfect came back that was 02 yeah Yeah, that was a good one yeah
0: nice yeah those are good ones I came up with 2009 Rob Van Dam oh yeah the place went nuts and Jr. oh my god (laughs) Yep. Um, 2015 in Philly, Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh He had been in TNA and he was Bully Ray and all of a sudden there he is. And then a few months later, the Dudleys came back full time. 2011, just because I was in the building and I heard how loud it was, even though the internet kind of ruined it, Diesel and Booker T, the place went banana, as JR would say, as Pat Patterson would say.
1: um, I'm glad you brought that one up because I was... When Diesel came out, the, this random guy in front of me, who had not said a word the whole time, marked out, turned around, and high-fived me like the hardest high-five I've ever gotten in my life. The place, was went, a nuts. place <laughs> went nuts. place went nuts. Brian
0: Fredrickson, good fan of the show, the man so cool, Trip McNeely signed his yearbook, <laughs> contends that Booker's pop was bigger. Wow. I think Diesel's was bigger.
1: I, I can't, They were both huge. I can't remember. Booker's was was a different type of pop cuz he hadn't been gone that long. Right. And but more people knew who he was. Diesel was like us like now 30 something's going crazy. Yeah, so that's a
0: very good point. Um 2016 number 3 The Phenomenal uh, AJ Styles. Of course. Of course. Um that one was huge. Rumors were running rapid but they were like, he's not going to show up for a couple of months." And then boom, number 3 in the Raw. The oh, place the delayed like That's that's uh, the one thing I hated. The camera screwed that one up. The crowd knew before yeah, us, it, and
1: I didn't like that. That's but. true. But if if you close your eyes for it, what I like about it is the different levels of fans, right? So it says, you know, phenomenal shows up and then that
0: that The
1: marks yeah. went nuts. Right. So the people that was marks, I should yeah, say. Yeah, that knew that knew that phenomenal meant AJ Styles and then then his uh, then he shows up and right. he walks out. So it was like it was like a three tiered.
0: Yeah, I think the first tier was even before the phenomenal. It was the when his music hit yeah. and it was a new song. People knew that mm-hmm. something special was about to happen. Right, and they right. got hyped. Then the phenomenal hit, and all the smarts are like, "Oh shit, we know who that is." Right, and then on the third level, everybody got in on the story, yeah. and shit went crazy. But yeah. that is not the best surprise of all time. I hate myself for this. Uh-oh. But yeah, I
1: know who it is. I can't I can't it. hate on it, because it yeah. was great.
0: 2007, John Cena yeah. returns as number 30 and wins yeah. the Rumble. I hate mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. won that number 30 the year after The Undertaker became the first man to ever win number 30. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do it two years in a row? But, that was a great surprise, because he was supposed to be gone for like nine months, and he was right. gone
1: for two. Right. Um, um, that was not great, mad at it. No, that's a great one because I was I was legitimately shocked. Like you can, all the rumors and stuff you hear, all the names. If like um, Kenny Omega showed up in the Rumble this year, like you'd be like, okay, it was it was a shock, but like, you know, there was at least a rumor about it. I forget who had just been out prior to Cena with a similar injury for that length of time. It was his peck. Yeah, but like yeah, he tore his. I've been Triple H. Yeah, somebody else was out for that length of time, so you just you just put him out of your mind for a long time, and then for him to show up. Uh, and by the way, Triple H selling it, um, he's a great seller of like being shocked yeah. or like uh, or you know afraid or however you want to put it. Um, so that's a great that way. duck and run
0: duck and run chicken shit. He's really good at it.
1: Right. 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 Cool, good one.
0: Yeah, I love hardcore halftime. Huh?
1: Yeah, we didn't even talk about hockey talk man coming right. back. Uh, so many, so many. D- Duggan came back a couple times. Uh, I love them.
0: So we got somewhat, I guess you could call it breaking news. According to the internet, um, Mike Canales and Maria Canales possibly have requested their release. Oh
1: no! I don't blame them. I didn't even know they were under contract to be honest yeah
0: I don't blame them <laughs> um, so yeah that's, okay. that's breaking news I guess alright I hope it's not true because Mike Canales is the nicest guy in the world I met yeah. him a couple years ago Nice, super nice dude from this area and he's done things the right way and got his shit together yeah hey he
1: gets to stay married to Maria as well so yes. he can't you know he's done well for himself who cares he can flip burgers I don't care yeah <laughs> he's um, to Maria yeah Number five. Number five. Ooh. We could be going into up mode here. Because like, like I said, five through one for me. Uh, shuffle them up and put them in any order you want. Right. Um, it is from 2004. It is Triple H. And we have a hand raise, So we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one in a <laughs> few minutes. Not too far down the line. We'll all right, all one. right. Uh, my number five
0: is from 2001. Okay. For the WWF Championship. Kurt Angle versus Triple H yep. 24 minutes 16 seconds Kurt Angle retains um, and a shocker because again I thought we were going Triple H versus Austin and Mania yeah. or something along those lines um, it came right after China versus Ivory <laughs> and right before Stone Cold won the Rumble so it was in a real good sweet spot it just continued angles chicken shit championships run um,
1: yeah it so good it, it was really good it's an honorable mention to me um, you know I could do 10 Kurt Angle matches if I wanted to because I just think he's he's that great um, yeah I I, uh, I don't hate it that, that you mentioned the the fake neck injury angle from the China ivory match was, was terrible um, so
0: I mean you everyone on the show knows how I feel about China
1: yeah that's true that's true um, but yeah I can't hate it Number four. Number four. From 1999. The Rock and Mankind in an I Quit match. So, PETA, our
0: good friend Pete, the Musicom yep. Mahler, yep. wrote in saying that was his match um, mm-hmm. on the list. And Brian Shea also wrote in and said this was their number one match.
1: Really? Yeah. Shea Bird. Shea Bird. Wow. So Brian Shea, unless it's a different Brian Shea.
0: I, um, I think it's my buddy Brian he Shea. He knows you. He knows my friend, friend of the show, Mike Kaminsky.
1: Nice. Yeah. Um, really great heavyweight wrestler for Wilmington High. Um, you know, a, a sectional... she not
0: a good wrestler at all, you mean. Wilmington
1: Yeah, and great guy, by Wilmington's the way. he has got
0: a great program still.
1: Yeah, they... Um, I could wax poetic about the, the program the coach left a few years ago and, and the numbers are down but uh, that we're getting way we're up we're not going to get to an up amateur number. wrestling talk, Dude, we, can we'll talk go about, that far we can talk about we can talk
0: splatels and all that we're shit we're actually going to talk long. some
1: amateur wrestling news later on because um, it was an awesome match
0: but oh John Trembley just wrote in Yoko versus
1: Undertaker <laughs> I think he I think he's got a mic falling. in here I think I
0: don't know you don't know he's uh Well, to be fair, he wrote, Yoko the Undertaker, which Chuck Norris, because Yoko was F.
1: (laughs) Yoko was F. So he
0: might be drunk, I'm not sure. He probably is. Um... But, I'm sorry. (laughs) Rock vs. Mankind, 99, I quit match.
1: Yeah, so, um, and this stands out, right? Because it was followed up with the um, Super Bowl halftime, uh, Boiler Room Brawl. Which yep. is more infamous? I have time. This is a much better match, I think. Um, you know they. <laughs> I like that they keep shoving the mic in each other's faces, asking them, you know, telling them to quit. Like yeah. you, be you know, nice. Yeah, right. Um, there's a few crazy spots. The Rock goes to give a rock bottom on one of the announce tables, and the whole table gives way. Uh, so um, there's. Um, they bring on a ladder at one point and then you know Foley's pressing down on it telling him to quit as he's pressing down on the ladder all, all types of fun stuff then they end up climbing up the scaffolding which is way away from the ring and then the big spot in the match is Foley uh, falling on the wire boxes and then all the lights go out if you remember that part <laughs> so uh, all sorts of crazy stuff going on all around the arena. Um, mankind ends up in uh, handcuffs and then The Rock goes into the infamous chair shots to his head. And I remember watching um, the documentary uh, Beyond uh, behind the... Beyond the Mat? Beyond the Mat. Thank you. Um, great great show, Great documentary. If you haven't watched it, a really interesting behind-the-scenes type of view. But they show Mankind's kids... All crying because he's taking he's taking an absolute beating, um, and you're like, why did the, why is the rock doing this to him? He's he's smacking him in the head with a steel chair. He's taking this, he's you know unabridged shots at him. And but the storyline was mankind was not going to say I quit. He just was you couldn't get him to say it. Uh, so it kind of makes sense, uh, even though they're kind of sickening to watch. Uh, he, he takes uh, probably a dozen just straight up chair shots to the dome and and with what we know now about cte it's kind of disturbing in a way um and then finally he knocks him just out cold and then uh, it turns out that it was shane mcmahon who had the it piped over the airways the i quit that uh foley had said earlier in the night on like the preview show or sunday night heat or something like that but some really great spots um you know, Mankind took an absolute beating in this match and, and really helped, I think, The Rock's uh, ascendancy into, into the title scene. So, spot fest for sure. Uh, not a technical match, to say the least.
0: But. So you know how I said at the beginning I had two matches that are my least favorite Royal really? matches? I hate this match. Wow. Going back and watching, I liked it as a kid. Uh-huh. Going back and watching it now and know it, Again, this is kind of the knowing what we know now kind of point of view. Like, right. it's just, it's just ugly. Yeah, um, you know the handcuffs and the like, fifteen chair shots when there was only supposed to be like three. Yeah, like, the Rock went went away. and part of it's Foley's fault. And they Bruce talked about this recently. They did a watch along with this match and talked about the Rumble ninety nine. Um, Watching that and watching Beyond the Mat and just yep. watching, you know, what this did to Foley's family and just yeah. the type of match it was, like, and I know, I, I mean, and you're not saying this, I, I know, it, like, the masses like, oh, you don't like chair shots. It's not that I don't like chair right. shots, but knowing what we know now about CTE and the people that, yep. you know, have died from CTE and concussions and all that shit, um, it's just... It doesn't. It doesn't age well for me. I guess. Yeah. You know. And I thought about ta- when we were talking about this. I knew this match was going to come up. Yeah. Um. And it's just 1999. Chris loved it, but mm-hmm. when I, I watch and I watched it because I, I watched it because I wanted to be like, Am I wrong? Am mm-hmm. I just being that guy by being I mean, like, blue doesn't age well." But I watched it and I just I turned I turned the commentary off because I want to hear Michael Cole and Lawler be like, "Yeah." I was like, I'm just watching and soaking in and. Mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't enjoy that you know up up until the handcuffs mm-hmm. and the you know twelve to fifteen chair shots yeah i i liked it you know there was a lot of good action good spots you know the the electric box spot was good yeah but once those handcuffs came on um behind it you know behind his back and mm-hmm. just unprotected chair shot after chair shot after chair shot the yeah. corporate elbow onto the chair um, I just yeah I, yeah, I wasn't digging it
1: yeah it was um, I mean that was sort of mankind's or Foley's mantra is to you know to take that type of punishment it was especially with Beyond the Mat I think it makes it really tough to watch um, so you know, we'll talk about somebody that was impacted by headshots um, yes, a couple times. So, huh. um, it, I, I totally get it. Um, but it, it's weird. Like, you talk about the McMahon on the street and all the feedback we got on it. And this is one that sticks out in people's memory. Because it was. McMahon uh, on the street. I like that. <laughs> New segment. <laughs> Listener feedback will be called McMahon on the street. McBrian Shea on the street. Brian Shea. What are your and, thoughts? Are Pete Carapaces. So. Pete, I can't say your last name, but I've known you for like 20
0: years. <laughs> I'll never be able to say it correctly. Oh, Colin Sloan just came in with two more, firing him in there. Okay. Um, he said AJ Cena. Okay. And one. he actually said my number four. So wow, lucky day. perfect timing. 2015, Sloan. triple threat match for the WWF WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, John Cena, and Seth Rollins. Yep. Love this match, yep, and it was a it benefited from the before and after matches too because it came right after the eight minute epic of the Bella twins versus Paige and Natalia, oh, oh. and it was followed by Roman winning the rumble,
1: yeah,
0: which nobody liked, yeah, Mumot was so good,
1: yeah.
0: Rollins had money in the bank, so it was like, is he gonna cash in at some point during this match, or yeah. what's he gonna do? I about that. Um. He did the Phoenix splash and Lesnar just like demolished him with the F5 afterwards. This is a really, really good match.
1: It is. It's an honorable mention for me. Um, And, you know, triple threats, it's tough to time them, but I thought they did a nice job with that one. I remember that being a really awesome one.
0: Yeah, this is, I'm glad you brought up that point. This is one of the best timed triple threat matches I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, i think it works well when you get two guys that can that can run and, and work and then you get the bomb fest guy like Lesnar who can just throw everybody around. Yeah. Um, cool. I love it. Good great match. <laughs> number three. Number three. Well number, you your number this.
0: three was my number five, and my number three was your number
1: um, Nine. Nah, let me Five. Yeah. yeah. So Yes, my number three is from two thousand and one, as you mentioned earlier. Ladder match, Chris Jericho defeating Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental Title. Um, this was so good; it really like um, when I was watching this, I almost made it my number one. I almost moved it up, and then I watched 2 and one again, and I said, all right. I think you and I
0: have the same 2 and one
1: We, I think we might. Which is
0: unprecedented, I think. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, I mean, there's so many great spots. Benoit does, like, the Seth Rollins dive, right, flying out, and Jericho takes a chair and hits him. Yeah, that suicide dive between the top and the hill. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, they did so much different stuff with the ladder you see a lot of the same spots you know um, throw the ladder at the guy put it in the corner against the guy all that type of stuff right but um, he at one point Jericho sort of stands on the ladder and then pushes it over and is trying to land on Benoit as he's up against like the barricade against the fans Uh, Benoit gets out um, gets out of the way they one of the coolest spots uh, ladders in the corner Jericho puts Benoit leg through one of the uh, holes and then almost does like a back suplex on like modified code breaker like off of the top. With, yeah. Uh, kept bringing the ladder back with it. Um,
0: this also, he also broke out the
1: uh, hanging off the ladder lion tamer. That's right. They, right. So it, like, you know how the lion tan was supposed to be almost vertical. This was like bent against the top of the ladder and the place went absolutely crazy for this. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Um, And uh, just a couple other... Oh, Benoit tried a flying headbutt from the top of the ladder. He missed. Um, Again, in hindsight, I wish he was not doing so many flying headbutts, but that's beside the point. Um, You know, they... A couple times... Both these guys are so good, right? A couple times they did the, the spot where the ladder gets knocked over. And you've seen it before where the the person misjudges and doesn't quite get to the ropes or goes over the ropes which is really dangerous both times or two or three four times they both land like perfectly like I don't know how they do it they're just they're just that level of good right and uh they, they land directly on the top rope uh the end of the match um is when um Jericho knocks Benoit outside of the ring completely um and then up and gets it, so I think it was like an 18 or 19 minute ladder match. Yeah. Um, really, 1844, yeah. really, really good match. Um, and you know, if you like ladder matches, this is you could do a top 10 ladder match. Uh,
0: this would be up there, this would be for sure. It really good, yeah. I think you covered it all. It was a great, it was a great, great match. Um, cool. uh, my number three, your number five, yep, 2004. Another draw Yeah Last man standing World Heavyweight Championship Triple H Versus Shawn Michaels twenty two forty six. It came immediately After the 6 minute And 30 second WWE title match Between Lesnar And Hardcore Holly And it came right before Chris Benoit Won the Royal Rumble In an hour 1 minute And 35 seconds mm-hmm. When these two Get together Yeah It's always magic I don't think These yep. two have ever Had a bad And this isn't my HBK goggles on I don't think these two have ever had a bad match against one another. They're always on.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Um, there are certain guys that are so uh, close, and they're they're friends. Like, like if you and I were to have a match, I'd be like, "Go stiff with me." If you if you accidentally screw up and and kick the shit out of me, right. I'm not gonna be mad about it because we're, we're we're buddies. Yeah, and I think that they have that type of understanding. Whereas if you hit Lesnar with a chair over the head, he's gonna be. He's going to kick you in the face like you did with Braun <laughs> right. right, when you told him to calm down. Um, but on top of that, um, they're both just so talented in the ring. Um, and talk about color. Woo! <laughs> you talk about blood. Um, yeah. And th- the pacing of this one is different because Michaels gets uh, the blood early on, I think. And it's just Triple H beating on Michaels for, like, the first half of the match. Yeah. Or first third of the match. For sure. Then he... Uh, Michaels turns the table with with a, a um, slingshot, of all things. And and then he hits Triple H with a chair. And now they're both bleeding. So right. then they bleed, like, the whole second half of the match.
0: Yeah. Nice and violent. Right. But controlled violence. Which right. Is, you know, I know... When I bring Michaels into the equation, it's like, oh, that, not you, but Mm -hmm. others. Oh, that hypocrite. He likes the Michaels violence. No. Michaels and Triple H are like one chair shot, one ladder shot. Right. Not handcuffs and light boxes and 15 chair shots. Right,
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. And they're on to the next thing, like you said. Like, there's there's a spot where they're uh, at the corner and Triple H is going to sort of like super backplex them, I guess, off the... Top and uh, Michaels reverses that into a crossbody. So stuff stuff you don't see all the time. Um, and of course, they exchange the uh, <clears throat> the uh, finishing moves at the end.
0: Yeah. And they did the old Rocky finish where they both were down. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and that's I think a testament to it. So usually when you get like a not clean finish in a pay per view, people are pretty pissed. Uh, these people were not upset the they were red crazy. hot yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember the next night on Raw they tease getting back together and putting aside their differences really yeah and then, Edge, and then Edge and Benoit got involved and we got to Wrestlemania 20 and mm-hmm. the main event we're not allowed to talk about
1: yeah that's too bad
0: it is Yeah. Um, I think I don't know about our order but I think our 2 and 1 are the same okay. because they haven't been mentioned yet Okay. so I think we should jump to honorable mentions
1: okay alright so I won't mention the ones that we already talked about uh, but I have a few others my number 11 I would say I almost switch it out with the Michaels Edge match was from the very first match in Royal Rumble history it was Ricky Steamboat versus Rick Rude so I I didn't even consider the 88 Rumble event I looked at only the pay-per-view events so that's that's a good one Good, good on you it's an awesome one because Rick Rude is pretty new to the company at that point.
0: Wasn't wearing his airbrush shit yet. Yeah,
1: exactly. He just had, like, black and red trunk, uh, pants. And they they did, like, the classic finish, which I don't do much of anymore, where he drags a ref in front of him. By the way, there's a bunch of false finishes. Uh, there's a lot of rest holes, which is why I didn't put it in. But um, he pulls a ref in front of him. The ref uh, gets knocked into by Steamboat coming off the top. Um, it's actually Hebner and, of course it's Hebner. Right. And then Rick Rude actually does a move, which I don't remember him ever doing. He, he does sort of an over the shoulder submission. I'm sure there's a word for it that I don't know it, but Steamboat is just like, kind of like the backbreaker. Yeah, exactly. But he's just, and he's just, and Steamboat was jacked at this time. Yeah. So he must've been 240, 250 easily. And Rude's just holding them up like, like nothing. Um, but then Rude is celebrating, he's walking down, and then they're, the winner, by disqualification. I hate know. when they used to do that. <laughs> no, you didn't like that? No. They did it with Slaughter once, I remember. Slaughter
0: won the match. The ref counted one, two, three, and Piper's yeah. like, the I
1: can't play. Yeah.
0: And then, the winner of this match, and no! <laughs> it's like, obviously, mm-hmm. we saw him pin the fucking warrior. Right. Like, he wouldn't have counted one, two, three if it was DQ.
1: Right. No, exactly. That's Vince a lot. That's (laughs) That's a a good point. But the match itself, Steamboat and Rude. uh, Yeah, it's a really good one. It's a good one. Um, From 2009, Edge and Jeff Hardy. was good. Uh, 2010, Undertaker and Rey Mysterio. I I threw it on here just because, as a tip of the cap to Mysterio, because it was only 11 minutes, but the guy's got to do innovative stuff to try to get... You know, anything believable. Right. I know he takes a lot of flack. Um, but that, that one was actually pretty well acclaimed. Uh, Edge and Dolph Ziggler from 2011 was a good one. We were there. Ziggler
0: got screwed. Edge used the spear.
1: He should have lost out by DQ. That's right. That's a good point. Um, so a highly rated one, and one I remember being good, and they gave it a lot of time, was after Marty Jannetty returned, after jumping through the window, 1993. Freddie jumped through that window. <laughs> 1993 for the Intercontinental Championship, Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty.
0: That was one of mine. That's the first one you mentioned that
1: was one of mine as well. Nice. Uh, and I only have two more. Um, mixed opinions on this one, but Undertaker versus Bret Hart from 96. I had that one as well. Yeah. I mean... I like, I
0: like the finish. Yeah. Um, but it proves how much of a bitch Bret Hart can be. Yeah. If you heard the stories, Bret needed that match to go a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then he needed the him and Diesel match to go a certain way at the February pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And he totally, again, this is if you believe Undertaker, Sean, and Nash. So, 75% <laughs> of the equation. <laughs> um, you know, they did the, the shit where Diesel interfered and screwed The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So, Brett won. Mm-hmm. Did he, was he already the champion, or did he win the belt at this He won the belt, yeah. right? This yeah, was the... Post-WrestleMania. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, my shit's all confused now. <laughs> WrestleMania 12. Diesel, 1996. So, wow, I'm, I'm totally losing my brain here. Let's see. Brett beat Diesel at Survivor Series. So he successfully defended against The Undertaker at the Rumble. And then in In Your House, 96, mm-hmm. it was Diesel and Undertaker. Uh, Diesel... And Brett in a cage and Undertaker came out from under the ring and pulled Diesel uh, yeah. in. Yeah. And Brett was supposed to take the power bomb, so it looked like he was out and beaten, and the Undertaker yeah. was screwing Diesel, but Brett refused to take the power bomb.
2: Ah, uh, gotcha. What does it
0: do for me? Is that what he said? Well, that's according to uh, Nash and The Undertaker, that's what he said. And the Undertaker I, said, Motherfucker, this isn't about you. Yeah. You have your match.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I believe I certainly believe the Undertaker, and I believe Nash because he doesn't seem like a p-type. So three
0: three people are saying something. One, right, 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 right. and one guy who has a history of refusing to lose to people. (laughs) Ah, shots fired.
1: (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, and then lastly, um, from 2014, Bray Wyatt and uh, Daniel Bryan. That was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah.
0: Um, in addition to the ones the, So I had Michael Cianetti mm-hmm. Rockers Orient Express mm-hmm. John Cena Umaga Undertaker Brett I also had 2016 Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens Last Man Standing yep. For the IC title Yep 2002 This is a big sleeper For the IC title William Regal and Edge Yeah Thank you for that one Yeah um, 1996 Goldust and Razor Ramon Okay the 2002 street fight Flair and McMahon whenever two old guys wrestle, it's so much fun (laughs) Um, and then two very special ones near and dear to my heart 1993 Steiner Brothers versus Beverly Brothers cheers to that really good match (laughs) and then 1994 Tag Team Championship I don't care about the match Mm -hmm. but it gave us that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg Quebecers versus Brett Norton yeah those are my honorable mentions now, to that point, I said I had a sidebar push for the best Rumble card of all time. Yeah, 1993 is the be- one of the greatest, might be the best Rumble card of all time. So yeah. You've got the Beverly Brothers and the Steiners. Yeah. You've got HBK and Jannetty. Bam Bam and the Boss Man. Yeah. Brett versus Razor. And then you've got Yokozuna winning the Rumble. Featuring the following guys who either were a champion of some type in WWE or are current Hall of Famer. Rick Flair, Bob Backlund, Papa Shango slash The Godfather, mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase, Brian Knobbs, Jerry Waller, Mr. Perfect, Coco Beware, Samu, The Undertaker, IRS, Jerry Sex, Typhoon, Fatu, Earthquake, Tito Santana, Rick Martel, Yoko Zuna, who won, of course, mm-hmm. Owen Hart, Repo Man slash Barry Darso slash Smash slash Blacked Up, I could go all day, and <laughs> Randy Savage. You know, those 21 guys have either held a belt in WWF or
1: are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's it's a brilliant. hell of a card. That is. That is a really good one. But you said it's not ninety three your favorite card. Or is that the, i
0: I think ninety three might okay, be my yes. favorite. Like I love the ninety two rumble itself. Right, right. But like we watched it last week or two weeks ago. Some of the undercard mm-hmm. was kinda shitty. You know, the eighty nine had some really shitty undercard matches. Yeah. And, you know, ninety five was a pretty yeah. shitty undercard. It had, you know, the two title matches, but other than that, like Bam Bam and Tatanka against One Two Three Kid and Holly sucked. Right, um, right. But yeah, I think that might be. Yeah, I the, agree. The, the best. I mean, if you look at all the Hall of Famers and the future champions or current champions of on that. Yep. It's chock full of great people and Brett Hart. I mean.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good one. I thought the way I interpreted your text was, I thought you said it's not '93, so I had five guesses. Okay. Um. And these are just great cards. If you want to just pop on a Royal Rumble, that in the background, Um, 2001. I won't go through all the cards. 2001, 2002, 2008,
0: 2014, and
1: 2017.
0: Those are all really good. Yeah. The old one, the old one, I remember being pretty 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 freaking good. Yeah, that one. Dudley's versus Edge and Christian, Benoit Jericho, Ivory versus China, Angle, Benoit, Angle, Triple H, and Austin in the Rumble. Which had yeah. so that rumble? That rumble is a tough sell. If yeah. You look at the guys in that rumble. Um, you know, Jeff Hardy, Bull Buchanan, Matt Hardy, Farooq, Drew Carey, Kane, yeah. Raven, Al Snow, <laughs> yeah. Perry Saturn, Steve Blackman, Brian Christopher, Honky Tonk Man, The Rock, The Godfather, Taz, Bradshaw, Albert, Hardcore Holly, Kate Quick, Val Venus, William Regal, Test, Big Show, Crash Holly, Undertaker, Scotty Two Hardy, Steve Austin, Billy Gunn, the surprise return of Haku and Rikishi. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit of a tough sell.
1: Yeah, I guess I wasn't... I was looking at only the undercard. That was not a great rumble Yeah, that's match, a great so.
0: undercard. No two had a great undercard yeah. as well. That, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. good stuff. Cool. On to number... Two. Two. Number
1: two. Wow. We talked about amateur wrestling earlier. Um, from 2003... <laughs> this is my number one but go for it I almost went with the, no we, we can switch it up
0: well because my two is your one right. so right. we'll, we'll talk so okay. your number two my number one is Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit yeah my number two your number one is Triple H Cactus Jack correct okay so yeah. there's your one and twos <laughs> let's just call them both one and yeah. everything else falls behind because uh, I agree these, these flip flopped all day yeah um,
1: they're so different too like they but, are and but they're both so great, right? Um, that if you like technical wrestling, if you're a mark for when they do like real amateur wrestling, Westerns and wizards and yeah. double
0: legs and grape Binds and all that fun stuff. Right.
1: There was a P- standing Peterson in this match. There was a Granby roll. I was Angle hit a banana split at one point, which I marked out for. Didn't he spladle? He might have <laughs> Um I think he is a spladle in a in a. I think he did that like against all the time he did it against um, oh my goodness it was on one of our other lists I think it was against um, Jericho Eddie Guerrero oh I think it was, in, think it was against eight. WrestleMania 20 yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah that's, that sounds right
1: so I mean Benoit it's it's tough to even say his name without right. conjuring up all that crap but um, Angle was flanked by the by Benjamin and Haas and then I love Benoit running into the ring and he just walks literally like right through them to get to angle yeah. before they even rang the bell. Were you there for this one? I was not at this one. I was at this one. Oh, okay. And it was the the Boston crowds are fickle and they're like very they can get very quiet and they can get very loud. Yeah. And the place got very, very loud for this match. Well, this came
0: right after Scott Sander Triple H. So yeah. they were ready for like a real good
1: match. <laughs> right. Um, but just just very very fast paced. Uh, you know, they they do all the the all the spots and then some. Like um, Benoit does a German suplex, but Angle does a full flip and lands on his face. Right, which
0: which they do all the time they, now. Yeah, now it's yeah
1: exactly. Um, it's but, actually the
0: safer way to take it. <clears throat> yeah. you're not landing on your neck. Yeah.
1: No, so it's, it's a good point. But like, they do the, the stuff where um, Benoit is up on the top rope and Angle runs up and jumps and then just immediately back suplexes. That's, him.
0: that's still one of my favorite spots because like, to an extent, like, I could do a lot of what gets done. Yeah. I could never do that.
1: No. To run and jump onto the top rope, balance there, grab the guy, and then fall back and throw him right um, you need a vertical
0: leap a, a really good vertical leap First of all Right Then you need the balance Then you need the wherewithal To grab somebody And toss them Without Going ass over tea kettle To the wrong side And killing yourself Basically
1: Right No for sure And then my favorite spot In the whole match And I'll stop talking about Random spots in the match But He does almost like a stand up Like From an amateur wrestling Yeah And Angle Hits a Granby roll Like Jumps out of it And then he Basically does like he, he pulls him up like he's gonna powerbomb him, but then drops him backwards and he hit uh, Benoit hits his face on the turnbuckle in the Yes, corner. yes, which is just I don't know, different. It's almost,
0: almost an alley oop. Yeah, Big Show used to do it. It's like a, it's oh, like yeah. an alley oop into the corner. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the amateur wrestler
0: in me loved this, man, and I yeah. think that and the fact that it was in the garden and I got to watch it yep. live and be in the atmosphere is what made it my number one. Yeah, because the other one is really, really good too, but in a yeah. completely different way. <laughs> right.
1: right. Um, so I kind of watch all over your number one, but I'll let you That's leave all right. To, to yeah, no, ahead. I
0: mean you said it all <laughs> from an amateur wrestling standpoint, it was amazing. And you know especially with what came before it and Triple H and Scott Sanner, which I love Triple H and I love Scott Sanner for completely different reasons. <laughs> um, that that was not a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this was a clinic, you know, who wants to be a wrestler? Yeah. Watch this match, take notes and get on board. Um, it's everything that's good about wrestling. And I know Mm -hmm. it's hard to say that sentence with one of the parties involved, but Mm -hmm. this match is everything that's good about pro wrestling. That's what makes it so great. Um, good false finishes, false finishes that made sense, you know, the amateur wrestling makes the moves make sense as well. You know, why would he do that? Well, he's got him. You know, he's got a tight waist. You know, th- this is why you Peterson. You yep. know, Peterson roll. You know, ro- sit out, roll into your forehead, duck right. under. You know, it, it made a lot of sense. Right. Um, and when wrestling makes sense, I yeah. love it. Yeah. There, there's too much that doesn't make sense, and it, it makes it makes all the detractors be able to be like. See that? Yeah. That woman gave birth to a hand. Wrestling doesn't make sense. It's stupid. And I can be like, see that? Hugh Jackman had metal claws come out of his hands. That movie's stupid. But I'm the weird one when I say that. Right. This match, put it on and tell somebody, Yeah. now tell me wrestling's fake and stupid. Right. And I'll tell them, I'll give
1: them the DX two words. Yeah. Because... Well said. Well said. And... I believe in wrestling. Yes. That was a great soliloquy about <sighs> wrestling. That was that was beautiful. Uh, what my my we didn't talk about the finish, by the way. Angle uh just keeps locking on the angle lock in all different types of angles. They uh, kept no rolling. Out of the two, yeah, right? exactly. He finally gets it when he's sort of laying down, not the typical um That was my favorite way he did the ankle yeah. lock. It was more
0: believable. Like yeah. he would grapevine the knee almost yeah. and be like, You're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'll break it if I have to
1: right or you're tapping right but there was no so they threw out world's greatest tag team and there was no interference um, no shenanigans uh, what I have is just a great clean match yes with a the, with the clean finish great stuff in the crowd uh, Benoit is still in the ring afterwards and Angle leaves with a uh, World's greatest tag team. There's there's something cut out of the network now, but the crowd gives Benoit a standing ovation. Uh, so, yeah, oh, so good. Yeah, so good. Well, um, since I blabbed all about your number one as, as my number two, I will let you take the reins. Triple H, on H
0: Cactus Jack, my
1: number one. Your Madison number Madison
0: Square Garden street fight. Yeah, it was a good old fashioned street <laughs> fight. They didn't use <laughs> too many chairs, but. wooden pallets triple h actually cuts his leg open at one point and bleeds like a stuck pig yeah um you know thumbtacks yeah uh this was you know they had a really good storyline going once again we talked about i think we talked about this yeah whenever we talk about Foley, um we talked about this a few weeks ago with the greatest feuds of all time yeah um you know triple h wasn't afraid of mankind anymore Mm -hmm. he thought dude love was a joke but he of cactus jack yeah and that power like you were talking about a little while ago triple h you know he he's mastered the art of being a chicken shit and showing his ass not not figuratively but literally no not literally but figuratively (laughs) excuse me um literally sometimes too but and he was afraid of cactus jack and cactus jack brought the barbed wire bat and the thumbtacks yeah I think you put the barbed wire mandible claw on Stephanie if I'm not mistaken. The barbed wire Mr. Sacco.
1: And I don't Oh no, the, he did that to Lita. Yeah, I'm sorry. he didn't do that in this match, but he brought out the barbed wire 2x4 early. And this is what was different about this match, like to to add to the level of how violent it was. Earl Hebner was kind of doing stuff throughout it to try to like make it seem make it not as bad, which I think added to it. Like right. he, it was a street
0: fight, but I'm not gonna let you use the barbed wire.
1: Right, he hid it behind the Spanish announce table, oh, right. so <laughs> so Cactus Jack went and kicked the crap out of the Spanish announce table and said, give me the yeah. two-by-four. Um, and all the
0: while, Triple H is allowed to use a sledgehammer. Right. That's not illegal. Right,
1: exactly. But even, like, Foley setting up um, on the uh, announce table and Hebner's pulling the TVs off himself. Usually yeah. it's the wrestlers. So, I think that they did that intentionally and it worked because like Foley's like, doesn't care. Catholic shack doesn't care. Right. And um, Hebner was like, okay, I just can't let this level of violence occur on my watch. Um, really, really great stuff. Um, you talk about the color of it. I mean, Triple H bleeds early. Yes, he does. Early. And from I,
0: barbed wire, right? Not from yeah. chair shot.
1: Right. So, so I'd
0: be sensitive to chair shots now. I think that might be what it is. Yeah, because I think I'm so alert now that I coach wrestling. I'm so alert on concussions. Yeah, that I think maybe that's the chair shots or something. They,
1: yeah, I've steered away from. They don't. It's always across the back now, or or like that one to the gut where where you take the front end of the chair. Um, but so, but Cactus Jack does get handcuffed. Granted, they're the gimmick handcuffs where like. You could almost pull your hands over your head because of the length. that's so long, right. um, and he takes some, a beating with that. Um, if you remember, the rock comes out at one point um, and hits like. Uh, Foley walks back towards the, the center aisle as it is in Madison Square Garden. Worst arena setup ever. I hate it. Yeah, it's it's particularly tough for the Rumble. It makes a very short ramp, um, but this whole. The whole thing was set up for the street fight. If you remember, they were like the set was like bricks and things like that. A cab coming through. Right? Yeah, a cab. So it was in New York City. So that makes sense. But it was really built around this match. Uh, there was so much hype, and the, the promo. We should post this as a clip of the week. The uh, Mankind walking out when the, when there's a fake Mankind in the ring with Triple H. I think it was
0: Midian dressed as Mankind. Oh, was it?
1: <laughs> That's funny. And, and Foley goes, as a matter of fact, I think you know, he's, he goes, I'm going to name a replacement right now. As a matter of fact, I think you know the guy, and he pulls the mask off, and the place goes absolutely crazy, and then he rips the shirt, place goes crazy again, because it's Cactus Jack. Right. Um, That's a very, it's an, very good promo. Right. And, and Triple H's face selling it. Um, really great stuff. The thumbtacks come out. Uh, Jerry Lawler is pretty funny. He's, he goes, I think it's a bag of sand. Um, I'm an idiot. Yeah. So obviously, Cactus Jack ends up taking the brunt of all the thumbtacks, takes a backdrop on it. They're in his arms. Uh, then he takes a pedigree on the thumbtacks. And as uh, our good friend JR said, thank God it's over because it was getting pretty violent. Yeah. Fringe-worthy when you see the guy going face-first towards a thumbtack, um, but they know how to sell it. And I'm sure Triple H knows how to execute it and fully knows how to take it. So
0: one of the one of the nastiest thumbtack spots ever was the 2002 backlash. Orton missing the RKO and going into him back first. Ooh, yeah. I just posted the. Um, that's the beauty of the internet. I just posted the Cactus Jack returns from January 13th, 2000. Yes. So it's on the Facebook page now. Beautiful. Such a
1: good one. As a matter of fact, I think you know the guy.
0: <laughs> Triple H. I've got some that's Terry funky That's yeah. not that
1: guy.
0: <laughs> I've got someone I want you to meet. He's a good guy. He's a good brother. So that is the list. Just, I this enjoyed this the hell out of this
1: list. This was a this was a great one. Yeah. And I love the rumble pay per view. I love how these complement the Rumble matches themselves. Um, Right, because
0: they all work into one another.
1: Yeah. Um, So, I'll run through my 10 again. Yes, yes, yes. Number 10 from 2005, Edge, beating Shawn Michaels. Number 9 from 2007, John Cena, defeating Umaga for the championship. Number 8 from 1993, Bret Hart, defeating Razor Ramon to retain the title number seven from 2017 kevin owens defeated roman reigns uh, to keep the title with chris jericho locked in a shark cage above the ring number six from 2002 chris jericho defeats the rock for the championship number five from 2004 triple h and Shawn michaels fight to a draw in a last standing last man standing match number four from 1999 uh Either fourth best or second worst match in in Royal Rumble history, The Rock defeats Mankind for the championship in an I Quit match. For the record, that's my
0: least favorite match. Okay,
1: <laughs> number two hundred and seventy-two. Uh, number three, which two- probably
0: two- isn't true, because like Rock and Ro- Rock and Robin versus Reba McIntyre, not Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Belvin McIntyre is probably lower, but
1: mm, I think there was like a six man midget tag, uh, excuse me, little person match at one point too. I like think you're there. right. Uh, number three, 2001, Chris Jericho defeats Chris Benoit in an Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Number two, from 2003, Kurt Angle defeats Chris Benoit for the championship. And number one, Triple H defeats Cactus Jack for the championship in a street fight.
0: Number 10, Diesel and Bret Hart wrestle to a draw at the 1995 event for the WWF Championship. Number nine, Bret Hart versus Razor Ramon, 1993, WWF Championship. Bret Hart retains. Number eight, Chris Jericho retains over The Rock for the Undisputed Championship at the 2002 event. Number seven, J E W F J J-E-Double-F-J-A-Double-R-E-Double-T, haha, Jeff Jarrett defeats Razor Ramon to capture the Intercontinental Championship at the 1995 Royal Rumble. Number six, Chris Jericho defeats Chris Benoit in a ladder match at the 2001 Rumble to win the Intercontinental Championship. Number five, Kurt Angle defeats Triple H in the WWF Championship match 2001 Rumble to retain the world championship. Number four, Brock Lesnar defeats Seth Rollins and John Cena in a triple threat match at the 2015 event for the WWE Championship. Number three, Shawn Michaels and Triple H last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship in a 22 minute and 40 second, 46 second draw in 2004. Number two, Triple H and Cactus Jack, WWF Championship Street Fight from two thousand, and number one, He Who Shall Not Be Named, Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle in the Boss in the TD Bank North Fleet Center Garden, whatever yes. it's called, against Kurt, Kurt Angle, two thousand three WWF Championship. Yeah, good
1: stuff. Good stuff indeed. Episode twenty three is coming up soon. Wow. Uh, were you able to come up with a topic? I thought about it and. I'm going to tip my cap to Jerry Parcella. Uh-oh. We've done a lot of heavy analytical work lately, a lot of research. This one's going to be more fun. It's going to be the top ten uh, goofy things about wrestling that make you not really believe it so much. So, okay. Um, he called it the, I forget his terminology, I think it was like innocuous nonsense that goes on that was like, why do they do that? Like, okay. Like, the run-in so, like, 20 minutes into the match. Fourth,
0: fourth wall shit. It's like, that doesn't make sense. Right. Like, last... Did you watch SmackDown last night? I did not. Okay. Last night on SmackDown, and this could be one, you know, because they do it all the time. So, you know how they've been doing, like, the Mandy's trying to get in between Jimmy Uso and Naomi mm-hmm. yep. shit? So, last night on SmackDown, they, she gave him a key to her hotel room, mm-hmm. and he went there, and she was in a bathrobe, and then she was in, like, black lingerie. And a cameraman jumped out from the bathroom, took a bunch of pictures, and then ran out. Yeah. The fucking video cameras are there. We're watching it on TV. Right, right, right. Like...
1: Yeah, like the whole ignoring the video camera, but sometimes not, is is a very interesting thing. Ignoring
0: the camera, like if... It's, again, it's the Santa Claus thing. If you want me to believe it's real, don't tell me it's not real. Like, make some sense of it. So
2: that
0: is... That's going to be on there somewhere. They don't do it so much, but it's like... yeah. I mean that could be under the umbrella of like treat your out of the ring things like there's not a camera there, right? You know, and that's one thing WCW used to do really well. Like, oh, the camera caught something happening backstage. Right, right. It was um, never like, yeah. It was never, oh, we heard something's going on backstage. Let's <laughs> get a cameraman to go yeah. find it. Like, right. Um, that could, yeah. That's that's gonna, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. Cause I mean I could I might I mean I'm I'm excited to rock and roll it but like I feel like I might be guilty of either lumping some things together yeah or picking nits and separating them but that
1: we'll, we'll have some be examples fun. of it too and um, you know it can be in ring stuff too it can be like movements. like Jerry's
0: biggest pet peeve for those of you who <laughs> have got the <laughs> gift to ignore everything he says which I've never been able to do. Why do they move, remove the TVs from the table? Right. Because if you put them through the table and they hit their head on the TV, it's going to hurt more. Right. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Right. Or the guys just standing there being like, "Oh, catch me!" when they climb to the top. Right. That kind well, of. Well, why
1: I mean. isn't Big Show the champ since 1997? Like, you know, cause, yeah. You know,
0: how did Rey Mysterio win the title when Big right. Show can't win the title? That kind of stuff. Right. So we'll have some fun with it. Oh, you know, it, it's going to be. It's, there's going to be a lot of laughter. <laughs> I'm sure Pete's going to want to get involved. <laughs> And Trembly would be like, why on any of the women naked? That's number one. I'm <laughs> like, no. It's not what really we mean, Jonathan. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a good one. So stay tuned for that. That's episode 23. It should drop right, probably right after the Royal Rumble, the way our schedule works. Mm-hmm. So enjoy the Rumble. Um, yes. If Almas wins, I will get on here and tell everybody I told you so. Yeah. And if he doesn't win, I'll be like, I told you he might do well. And I'll just make something up. I'll do and- the Bobby Heenan thing. Like You can't prove I said he was going to win right good old I, Bobby
1: I let's do something fun let's um, to 30 of our well I'll say 28 of our listeners um, we'll, we'll put up a Facebook status if you comment or like on the status we will have a giveaway from my personal collection of whatever nonsense I have in my closet we will assign numbers randomly If you get the number that wins the Rumble, you will get a wrestling-related Oh, look at that. There we go. What do
0: you think? I like that. So, jump on
1: the Twitter. So, Pete Carapazes, Colin Sloan, Brian Shea, you're all in. So, there's 25 more spots. Tremblay, you're in. Tremblay's in. Um, Team Steve is in.
0: Yeah, we got plenty. Well, you get on there, we'll assign you a number, and if your number wins... (laughs) You
1: get a random. <coughs> Excuse me. You'll get you'll get a Chosky. random
0: Chatsky from <laughs> the closet of Justin Strauss. It might be a slightly worn Miss Elizabeth <laughs> Might be sticky. I don't know. Oh no! But uh, enjoy the rumble, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time,
1: We're right here we on.